This is Katie. And this is Derek. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Break, break room. room. Door open, door closed, chair pulled up. Thanks so much for hanging out with us in the break room. Katie K with all the magical goodness here with us what today. What up? What up? Yo, listen, one of the things that I absolutely love in a school is the hallway. Mm. It's the hallway. And uh, I don't know, as a sub, I used to come out of the classroom and I just stand like in front of my door and I see all the action. I get to see the people who kissing, who know they shouldn't be kissing. Yeah. <laughs> I get to see old boy selling like Skittles out of his locker. 100%. Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. That what we call them? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they making money. <laughs> we call them sugar pushers is what we call them. Uh, I see you get to see all these cool things, but Katie, you've mentioned something to me mm. that I don't think I've ever heard before and it's called hallway leadership. What in the world is hallway leadership? Let's make it an LLC. Mm. Uh, it is when we're in the halls. Okay. Like our kids are in the halls. Our principals and teachers need to be in the halls. Ooh. And that can be hard, right? So teachers bring home tons of work. Yeah. That's grading. That's planning. That's because what are they doing during the day? They're teaching. They're in their four walls. Mm -hmm. They're greeting kids at the door. They're making up all these lessons in there where they should be, yeah. which means they're not on their phone. They're not sitting at their desk. They're not like distracted in some sort of way. They're with the kids. Right. right. So if the school is the classroom for the principals, mm -hmm. they should be in the hallway. Mm. All of the things like, the evaluation paperwork or this paperwork or that paperwork needs to be done when kids are not in the building. So you're telling me, like, instead of being in the hallway, teachers take advantage of this passing period time to, like, get work done. Is well, that what they're doing? I, not really, because it's so short. It's like eight minutes. It's like it's, I mean, it's five like minutes. three minutes. It's like three minutes? Well, between three and five. Okay. And... Maybe sometimes maybe to fire off an email or mm -hmm. you forgot attendance yeah. or, but I mean, there's nothing more important than greeting your kids at the door. You could be getting the tea from your teacher bestie. Mm -hmm. There could be, you know, the president at your door. Yeah. You need to say, excuse me, my kids are coming. Mm. I'm going to greet my kids. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. So the most important thing for principals, administrators is to be in those spaces as well. Yeah, so three to five minutes, you're telling me I can impact, change my classroom, the relationship with the student in three to five minutes? A thousand percent, yes. By just being up and out? Up and out, uh, yeah. And sometimes we're out there to make sure mischief. <laughs> <laughs> let's just be honest. Let's, be, let's just keep it real, yeah. that nobody's getting hurt. Yeah. And um, I have broken up many fights in my day. Yeah. And I have seen other teachers, and that's usually in the unstructured time, in a cafeteria, in the hallway. I mean, that's usually where those kinds of things go down. Yeah. And I think I would do anything in my power to make sure that kids were safe all yeah. the time. Now, being out in the hallway, um, that means that's that's uh, it didn't feel like it's a part of my job description. It feels like anything inside the classroom is what I take responsibility for. Kids getting from one space to another. You're not, you're infringing on my, on my time. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I mean, you if you're know? there from, if the kids arrive at 730 and they ain't leaving until 3, mm -hmm. then your job as an adult in that sphere is to make sure the things in your sphere, which yeah. is in the hallway right outside, 
are going well. Now, I don't know that I've ever heard hallway leadership taught, like in a training. Like when I came and I was uh, an assistant and I've been in classrooms, nobody ever emphasizes the hallway. They talk about classroom, classroom, classroom. Talk sure. about classroom, homework, instruction, classroom, discipline. Nobody talks about the hallway. Well, I think it's really important because that's where some of our kids get victimized. Mm. That's where some things can go down. That's why it's so important for every principal, counselor, yeah. every, every adult in the building should be helping to create a culture of safety, yeah. a culture of innovation, a culture of kindness. Right. And so when we lack adults in those Ooh. spheres, what's going to happen? It's like Lord of the Flies. You're saying my simple presence. Yeah. Even if I don't talk to a kid, just me being visible can influence and impact what happens in a hallway. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, there's, there, you're a little bit more um, imposing than I am. Uh, I'm like five <laughs> foot nothing. And, and But your glasses are, are bright. <laughs> they are bright. <laughs> and I have a big personality. Big. Uh, so, but yeah, your presence in the hallway can keep kids safe, and that's got to be our top priority. Yeah. Have you ever been just around, just kind of in a space and heard a conversation that you were not supposed to be privy to? Like from a student? Yes. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Yes. And I always, like, especially if they're, like, clumped up together, Uh like, whispering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they're looking at something or on the phone when they shouldn't have it out. I go up to him and be like, hey. Like, <laughs> uh, and they're like, Miss Kendra, why are you going to be so extra? Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah. yeah. And then when I've heard, mostly I hear it from a kid who's concerned. Mm. They have a relationship with me. Right. I'm trusted. So they come to me and say, hey, so-and-so and so-and-so planned a fight outside so-and-so's classroom. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen after fifth hour. I just wanted you to know. Yeah. And then that's something I pass off to. Oh, that's really cool. Admin. Yeah. So I think uh, sometimes we feel like we want kids to have their space mm-hmm. as adults. But I, I think the most magical moments that I've been a part of with students is when I invade their space. Sure. And I don't know that the hallway is adult space. Like it's cleaned by kids. That's where they put their <laughs> their their lockers are in the hallway. They're going from like it seems like kids space. So like. Is it, is it, like, should kids have a break? For students have a break? It's like, if I see you in the classroom and in the hallway and then in the lunchroom, like, are we invading? Is the hallway sacred kid space? No. <laughs> no. no. I'm, Emphatically. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yes, I'm going to be around. But is it, are we invading or is it reassuring that we're here. Like, if you think of a toddler, I'm not saying that they're all toddlers, but they kind of are. If a toddler sees their mama yeah. or the toddler sees their dad or, or a cherished uncle or aunt or whatever, yeah. they feel comfort. Oh. You disagree. Well, I think there's a certain time okay. when, um, as a toddler, when I come into the room and my kid immediately stops what okay. they're doing. Yeah. And I know that they know they're doing something they weren't supposed to do. Right. And there's also been times where my kids have not been doing anything, but it's like the nothing that we were doing did not include you, dad. (laughs) Like, why are you here? And so it's like, sometimes I feel like if, if like, I love teachers that want to be in kids spaces, Mm. right. It, it, uh, it, while the lines and the boundaries 
maintain, I'm the teacher, you're the student, is something about coming into the hallway that makes it like, like, what you doing out here? Like, almost like, yeah. hey, teacher. I'm going to be up in your space. Up in your space. Yeah, we're going like to keep it. you safe. Yeah. And, I mean, there are, I mean, the kids, there's hundreds of kids and mm-hmm. less teachers. Yeah. And so we need their presence. Yeah. Yeah. So what can you say to teachers outside of all this goodness that we've given? <laughs> Get out of your classroom from behind your desk, not only instructionally, mm. but in passing periods. Like, just go stand at the door. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, that is, that's actually a requirement. Like, like. That's required? That is required. By who? By any principal I've ever worked with. Really? You stand at your door and you're kind of, you got one foot in, one foot out. You're looking at the hall and you're also looking at your classroom. Mm. So, I mean, that's kind of required. I would say to push it even further is to get, you know, to understand the pulse of the building and what's happening, mm-hmm. uh, to walk to walk it, walk the grounds. Yeah. And I would also say you would never walk by a child and not say hello. Mm. Like it doesn't matter if they're not your kid, mm-hmm. if they're in sixth grade and you teach eighth. I mean, why would you give up that opportunity? So I'm always, I'm saying, I walk around with that skeleton hand. We talked about it in a previous episode mm-hmm. and I'm like, Hey, good morning. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. And they know who I am yeah. because I'm visible. So I become a trusted person and face right. in the school. I honestly think you're challenging a lot of teachers right now. Sure. Get out of your classroom, get from behind your desk, speak to every kid that passes by. If you don't wave, make eye contact, like smile. Do you you think this is the standard? Not 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 the requirement. Because there are a lot of things that are required that people don't do. Sure. I'm talking about the everyday teacher that's in elementary, middle school, high school. If I I I, I would be willing to bet. I put my pinky toe on it. Listeners, I'm putting my pinky toe out here for the world. Am I putting my pinky toe on it? You don't have to put your pinky toe. No, I'm gonna. Are you gonna put your pinky toe? I am. I want us, Kate, we're, Katie and I are going to report back. We're going to go to a school together during okay. passing period. I like it. And I want to see how many people are standing at their door in the hallway. Can I pick the school? No. <laughs> You're going to pick the best school. I value my pinky toe. We should pick a neutral school. Okay. Because I can say, just kind of thinking here right now, eight out of the ten schools that I've gone to in the last three weeks, and it's been in it's been in North Dakota, it's been in Tulsa, it's been in Oklahoma City. Yes, those three. I've probably been in ten classrooms. Ten classrooms with kids. Well, in them. well, schools in the hallway. Yes, and I'm going. Ring, ring, ring. The bell rings, and the kids fill the hallways, and then I walk by rooms, and teachers are at desk. Oh. It hurts my heart. So it's maybe a requirement, but I'm trying to like, how do we, how do we convince? How do we provoke? How do we? Well, I mean, if you're the kind prompt. of teacher that is doing what is relentlessly best for kids, then you're mm. going to be out there. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be reminded of why you got into it. Sometimes yeah. there's so much drama and paperwork and this and that, and the parents mad at you and this. And yeah. So you can drown in that. But I mean, if you are doing what's best for the children, mm-hmm. You should be. Yeah. You're not sitting at your desk. Yeah. Unless it's planned, maybe a 30-minute lunch before school, after school. Yeah. But when kids are in the building, when kids are in the class, you should be up. 
Now we've been talking a lot about like kids, 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 and I know we're there. Okay. But what about that the unplug for the teachers? What about that three minute turn the music down, unplug for the day? No, that I mean you get a plan. Yep. It's protected or it should be. That's your that's your unplug. That's your unplug. Mm-hmm. And you get a thirty minute at the district that I worked at, you get a thirty minute duty free lunch. Yeah. That is that's it. Yeah. And I know that that's hard. And people are like, well, teachers get the whole summer off. Well, not really. <laughs> I right? hate when people say that. Like, you get two weeks of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it really is. It is one of the perks because, I mean, you're still planning and grading and doing the things and going to conferences and PD. But that is when you get to unplug. Yeah. When you get to be with other adults, when you get to talk about it. And when the kids are there. Yeah. They're the focus. Yeah. It has to be. I think that puts it in perspective. Yeah. I think that when you sign up to do something a certain way and you want to be the best at it and you have the kids as the focus, you're like, hey, when I'm here, I need to be tapped in. Yeah. I need to be plugged in. Right. And one of the best ways to be plugged in is to be student focused. Right. And another way to be student focused is get out of my chair and just hang out in the hallway. Yeah. Did I summarize that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I think that's something that uh, if we if we try to put it in perspective, what is to gain, which is how we started this episode today, what there is to gain in three to five minutes of contact with kids is so much more worth. It's so much more valuable than hanging out at your desk. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to know your kids. I mean, you know, we talk about relationships with our kids, mm-hmm. but that has to reach and extend outside of the classroom sometimes. Yeah. So let's say I'm having a issue with one of my kids named Derek mm-hmm. who's acting foolish right. and for some reason I need to restore that relationship because he wouldn't be doing the things that he's doing yeah. if he loved me the way that I loved him so yeah. let's restore the relationship well I like to use the two by ten which is two minutes outside of the classroom mm-hmm. for ten consecutive days talking about whatever the student wants to talk about. And that means finding them at lunch or breakfast. Wow. That means sitting down. That means walking them to their next class. I mean, whatever that means. Yeah. And it's based in research. I don't remember his name. We'll fact check it. It's okay. Uh, I think it starts with a W. Raymond W. And it works. So, yeah, you want the best running classroom. You want the best relationships and family classroom. That extends outside of your four walls sometimes. Yeah. I remember um, when I was when I was in the classroom, uh, there was a kid that was just like, I mean, super extra. Yeah. And uh, I said, hey, man, let me talk to you real quick. And I pulled him outside, and everybody was like, ooh, this is high school. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was like a junior or something like that. And um, and my my it, this may be a horrible sub rule, but it was like, hey, listen, y'all have an assignment. You give me the first 30 minutes, I'll give you the last 15. Like, Don't do that. That was just what I did as a sub. I, I was, you got to survive. I was literally told, make sure they don't leave the classroom. Okay. As I a like sub, it. they was like, listen, just make sure they don't leave the classroom. They got five, eight minutes to use the restroom in between. No one should be leaving. I said, awesome. I said, hey, listen, I'm the sub. I'm the cool guy. I'm not trying to teach y'all. You are the cool guy. I try to be the cool guy. I said, give me the first 30 minutes and y'all gonna have the last 15, 20. You can put your ear, put the headphones back on, do whatever you Just keep it in the classroom. Don't be loud. You know, y'all make sure I keep my job. I make sure everything go well for y'all. Like, give me the first minute. Anyhow, 
kid was just talking, 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 talking. I said, all right, man. Hey, man, let me talk to you real quick. Everybody, ooh. ooh. We go out in the classroom. I said, hey, I'll make a deal with you. You can go back in there and you can tell them, you know, you check me and, you know, whatever you want to do to be cool. And I won't write you up. Deal? <laughs> yes, bribery. He was like, deal. Anyhow, he goes back in. He said something. like gave his friend five, like, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Sat yeah. down. And I gave him a little wink. You know, I just winked at him. And I sat down on my desk. He didn't say nothing the whole time. Mm. He said it no time. But uh, based on that interaction, the next day, whenever he came to the door, I gave him the fist. I was like, deal? He was like, deal. Deal? Deal. Deal? Like, I was there for two weeks. He And he came, He became the dude that was like, hey, man, just be quiet. Like, he right, going right. to give us 30 minutes, bro. Like, just be quiet. Like, just be quiet. He became, he got on your side. And so, yeah. even though I didn't know the two by 10, it was just like pulling them out, finding them in the hallway. Like, if I was walking in while he was walking in, I was like, we good? He was like, yeah. we good. So, I can understand the value of just like those little bitty deposits. Yep of connections and how that can, how the hallway can be used in order to make those connections. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, that's why it's so, you should be visible. I love that story. And that's true. Like you poured into him and then he became like your person who would get the glass. And I didn't was, have to say anything. Right, he, I always have some sort of super sassy girl in every class. It's like, you ain't say that about Miss Kinder. You know, I'm go- like, I will take you down. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, <laughs> I love you, but you cannot. Uh, so I love that. Yeah, that's exactly what you're creating is that kind of culture. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure there's somebody listening to this episode, <clears throat> and they're like, listen, I'm doing all that. Um, you know, first episode we talked about um, our digital heroin and I'm managing phones and iPads and all the things. And then our episode uh, three, we talked about gamification and, you know, we're, I'm doing all the things, but I feel like my principal still hates me. Mm, that hurts. This is a real question, folks. Somebody said I'm doing the things and I think my principal still hates me. Mm. Talk to me about that. Okay. Well, I was just out of PD out of school and I did this anonymous thing where they wrote on a post-it and it was just teachers, new teachers in the first three or four years. And I was like, you can ask me anything. I've asked admin not to be here. And they were using me as a consultant and you guys ask me any questions and I will answer them honestly. And I did it at a couple schools and I got this same question. Wow. Like three or four times. Wow. Yeah. And so First off, I'm going to say that our principals are really busy and maybe you're taking in something and internalizing that when it's not really the intent. Oh, that's good. Like, let's say they're running down the hall or they're trying to get somewhere. Or they're they they're putting out some fire in somebody's classroom that could be figurative, but also literal. You know, like they're busy. And let's say you say hi or they don't acknowledge you or mm-hmm. and then like teachers, again, we internalize like, oh, well, I guess, you know, he or she hates me. And, you know, so that's one thing. Just remember that they, seeing the whole school can sometimes get really overwhelming. Wow. And so that's one. Two, if you really feel that way, I'm going to say the same thing. At the end of the school year, you get to choose where you go. Yeah. You get to go to a school that fulfills you. Yeah. And work for a principal who does like you and who does value you. I have worked with and seen the spectrum. Yeah. I have seen the absolute best. 
I've seen the absolute worst, and I have seen everything in between. <laughs> and the thing that's scary, especially for teachers who are career teachers who have been at a building for a long time, yeah. I mean, you go talk to a 20-year veteran, they've been at the same building, they will tell you about the so many different principles that they've had. Right. Because really, districts move them around a lot. They'll be like, oh, you know, I think we're going to promote this one, and then we're going to move this one. And so you might have a principal that you love for five years, mm -hmm. and then they go home. Wow. And so you can stay and fight the good fight and know that you're going to get another one. Yeah. Or you can go somewhere else. Right. And I say that in my book as well. Like, you get to decide. You do have some control over where you are. Yeah. Yeah. What about, like, going directly to the principal? Like, yo, do you hate me? Would you advise that? <laughs> Depends on the principal. Yeah, what's up, principal? We got some beef. <laughs> we beef in principal. I mean, I think that teachers are. Some of them are pretty good at doing that. Yeah, they will say like, "Have I, you know, stepped on your toes? Yeah. Have I? Uh, are Are you into the enagrams? I am. What are you? I'm a two. I'm a two. <laughs> I'm a two as well. I saw you post that on IG. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a two, and I I always am going to my best friend Mandy. She got into Enneagrams before I did. And she's like, I know you're going to be a two. Mm. I know you're going to be a two. And I'm like, you don't know me. Mm -hmm. And then I've taken so many of them thinking that I'm going to be another number. Always a two. I'm always a two. <laughs> always. Uh, and a two, for those of you who don't know, and you guys should take Enneagrams because it's so interesting. It's insightful. But a two is a helper mm -hmm. and will give away themselves until there's nothing left. On the altar. We'll lay down yes. on the railroad track. Yes. Yes. And so we have to we have to work with boundaries and it's it's hard sometimes. But one I worked for a principal who's an eight, and mm -hmm. that's the aggressor. Mm -hmm. And she was on a mission everywhere she went and she blah blah blah. And one time I was working for her and I knew her heart. Like I knew there was gold inside of that heart and that she was empathetic, but mm -hmm. on the exterior, sometimes she just wasn't. Right. And she walked up to me one day and bit at me, mm. and I burst into tears. And then she softened and was like, I made you cry. And I'm like, I know. And she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. And she's like hugging me and like, so I think also knowing that, yeah. knowing that they're there for the kids and that maybe they're an Enneagram 8 mm -hmm. or, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a whole space. It's messy. It's messy human work. Yeah. It is. I think that's a really good answer, though. I mean, and I know that the hope is if you've identified some conflict, that you've addressed it and you explored it. But at the end of the day, two things that you said I think are really important. One, we have to make sure that we're not absorbing energy that's not there and that we're misinterpreting. And then, two, you have the option to stay. At the end of the year, you choose whether to stay or leave. And I think that's really good information. Yeah. We'll always need teachers. I think I just heard the bell. That's the bell. That's the bell. Listen, go back to class. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here at in the, the break, break room. room.